Hello, I'd like to welcome you back. Um, uh, this uh, second uh, session that we're going to have together is going to be focused on uh, a little bit about the uh, networking and computer and technology. So I'm going to transition for a little bit into the technical aspects of what, what goes on with computers uh, because it's so important for you to understand uh, how computers work. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do that in, in a, a few minutes with you here this, uh, this morning, but uh, I want to get you kind of started. I want to give some important concepts. Uh, as you can see, we're standing in the Capitol. It's the center of the United States, in essence, of uh, you know, where uh, governance and, and legislative actions are happening. Um, it, it is a centerpiece for where uh, our, our laws are, are driven from and run. Uh, you, the whole electoral process is built around it. And just up the street, up, up, up uh, to your left, is uh, what we call Union Station. And it's the, the hub for all the infrastructure that comes into Washington, D.C., bringing trains and, and metro and buses and taxis and, and thousands upon thousands of folks, uh, people, transition through that uh, facility on a daily basis. Uh, both morning and evening, getting to and from work, coming right down here to Washington, D.C. and, and this, this capital, uh, capital area. Um, that infrastructure is very similar to the same infrastructure that exists within computer systems. Uh, the course we're in is in computer and cyber forensics, and so the, I, I want to make sure that we don't get uh, uh, myopically focused down into looking at computers only, because computers are only part of the part of the concern. When you as an investigator are asked to step in and look at what's going on with one system to another or against the suspect, you have to have an appreciation of all the different things that come, come into play with that particular uh, digital capability. Just think back into your dorm room right now, you probably, or your, your home, uh, you probably have a computer that's got uh, uh, floppy drive, well, maybe not floppy anymore, but CDs, uh, DVDs, thumb drives. Uh, you probably have stacks of DVDs and CDs sitting in different places. You probably have recorded media inside of your house for a number of different things. You have uh, probably a, a, a phone of some for, form, whether uh, uh, digital or, or the old analog, but they have smart chips inside of them. Those smart chips are also used inside of cameras. And, and so a home is filled with, or room, is filled with all kinds of electronic media. And every one of those are part of the di digital evidence and package that we as investigators have to step in and look and, and try to analyze. But in order to get there, we have to have an appreciation for what a computer is, is, is built upon. Um, computers have been around for, uh, you know, uh, if you go back to the abacus, thousands upon thousands of years, right? Uh, but when we're talking about the electronic computer, roughly about 75 years, we've had uh, different types of computers and starting with uh, what were really tube driven. Uh, and a computer is built off of a very simple concept of a, a yes, no answer. You know, it's, something is on or it's off. And, and so from that very simple concept, you can then start putting combinations of on offs to then create code that then is used to uh, uh, represent words or functions or applications or capabilities uh, that are used within a computer system. 
Today, when we look at our computer systems, we just see a, a box uh, in, in where most of us are wireless, and so you walk into, into, uh, uh, with your into Starbucks with your laptop and you make the connection. But those connections that are being made are being made by different ports and protocols, and those ports and protocols are built off standards that were established underneath several different venues, uh, some of them international, uh, uh, some of them are uh, American, North American, and uh, the International Standards Organization based out of here in D.C. as well involved intimately in establishing these types of standards to be used with uh, the uh, uh, computer systems. What, what became very important though, uh, particularly when the internet uh, started being realized, the ability to communicate from computer to computer, is uh, we had to establish standards of communication. So multiple means and businesses of course moved out into designing different ways of configuring systems and networks to be able to enable communications. So your basic computer, when, today when you connect through a wireless uh, device that is sitting inside of Starbucks is still touching a lot of different systems along the way. It is, is piping information through that wireless router, it is piping information through bridges and routers uh, back and forth between uh, resident addresses. The URL is what we see uh, when we type into a, a browser, but it actually is working off of something underlying that, which is an IP address. And so that IP address is part of those standards. So if you ever heard somebody talk about resetting a router or putting an IP address on, on a computer or when you talk to a help desk technician who wants to know your IP address, these are all things that, that help them to identify specifically which computer and which uh, device is communicating between one to the other. Now this is built off of something called the Open Systems uh, Interconnect uh, model, OSI model. It's a seven layer model and, and most of our, our communications uh, platforms internationally have been designed around this and I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about that uh, because I know you will, should be reading uh, more about the technical capabilities that reside with uh, you know, specific computers and operating systems. Um, so the OSI model was built off of uh, uh, really trying to identify layers of which communication take place. The, the most basic layer is that uh, called the physical layer. So everything that's physical, your, your laptop, your phone, those are physical devices that have to have stuff installed on them, software, to be able to make them operate and communicate. But that is the starting point by which communications will be, be initiated. It then moves up into um, the network and uh, uh, the network layer then allows basically in establishing the connection between uh, the computer to the network. So that, that is, uh, in every case, you're going to end up getting additional information added on to what is trying to be communicated, help to establish the path so that information transits away from your computer to desired com uh, computer or server and then returns back along a similar path. It doesn't always come back on the same path, but it's a similar path because it's only focused at identifying and finding the address and it looks for the path of least resistance to get there. Um, Ultimately, when you, the OSI model is put in place, the top layers, the things that you see most frequently are what are called the presentation and applications layer. 
The presentation layer is basically where the information is being presented to you and it's everything that you see within your screen. The application is what's residing on the in the background that is running through on, on the computer itself or through the internet uh, to your phone, to your laptop, that is basically uh, giving you new information. It's much like uh, a ticker tape. If you've seen a, uh, a ticker tape or you see the, the, uh, the comment strips on the bottom of a, uh, one of the news channels as it rolls by and information continues to pass, uh, there's, an a there's an application in the background running that that's making that show at the presentation layer. Um, so when we start talking about the, the, uh, the investigation that needs to take place, you need to look and consider from a, uh, those, uh, these different activities within the OSI uh, seven layer model that give us the ability to lay out um, uh, where different components will reside from the investigative perspective. Is, is it physical evidence? Is it networked evidence? Is it application or software evidence? And both of these, or all of these elements become uh, important in helping you to catalog uh, and document the process. Later on through the, your course of reading, you, you'll start getting and picking up hints of one of the most important things that an investigator can do is document, document, document. And, and why is that? It's because we've got so many different details that have to be identified. Uh, and, and you've seen crime shows that people come in and they doc document where things are and what position and, and how was it laid. Pictures uh, tell a thousand words. Well, that same type of documentation has to take place with the digital evidence. Um, the challenge is the computer is, is, is uh, harder to define. You, through your course of reading, you're going to discover that, that the, there's a challenge from the perspective of, of presentation uh, to a jury or to somebody else of what's real and what's not real within the com computer world. If you bring evidence forward saying that this was resident within somebody's uh, computer, they're going to challenge the chain of custody. They're going to challenge the, the validity of that information and they're going to challenge uh, almost every stead of your presentation, your investigation, unless you have the documentation to show here's a copy of the original file, I never touched it. I now have the, uh, the copy by which I have now parsed the codes out and here is what is the evidence that's being presented based off of my research, my, my, re my reviews, my applications as I run through each and every one of the scenarios to, to, to help determine whether or not this is evidence is relevant to the case and whether it is supportive uh, to the defendant or supportive towards a prosecutor, uh, prosecutor or approach. Um, so I encourage you to spend some time understanding uh, the, uh, the technical components. I just touched on four of the basic areas uh, out of the seven layer OSI model just with respect to time. Um, but as you continue to pursue this digital forensics career, as we look and continue through this course, uh, I need you to understand that, that the, the fundamental technical components are, are your understanding, your appreciation of those are the, really an important element in helping you to put together a relevant case for 
uh, either the prosecution or the or the defense.